This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, an instructor, Aikido of Fresno. With me is Joshua T. E. instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And mine's Alana McDaniel, first QN student at Aikido of Fresno. So Josh is back from the dead. Yeah, he was dying. Yeah. It was a whole week of... It was a whole Lazarus situation that <laughs> happened, where I rose uh, from the... I, I think it was the police. Like a phoenix, he's emerged yeah. from the ashes of his own uh, uh, chemical sickness. demise. Yeah, it was kind of horrendous, but yeah, this is yeah feeling better now. So yeah, apologies for uh, this being a late episode for last week, but, but yeah, we wanted to get it in here. Here yeah. we are. We're, we're gonna record another one right after this for two days from now. Yeah, so guys. we'll hit it. Don't worry, we're, we'll make it up. Don't yeah. never fear, you guys. We will not miss it. This week's topic is yes. Should we get rid of the traditional uniforms in Aikido? Oh. <laughs> that was a that was a tricky one. That was like Snuck a, a swerve. Okay, so, so we had like five <laughs> topics. We were pre-gaming. We went to breakfast. This was not one of them. <laughs> wow, that we really talked about what we could talk about. And then I just I said this one, and we were talking about it the other day yeah. though, so it's not that weird. You go. To, let's I talk think about this it. is a good one. This yeah. is a, is a Chris just like one. left fielded us right now with yeah. that. That's great. I like it. So this is a, so it surprised everybody. Yeah. Uh, so this. This kind of occurred to me uh, as I was watching. Um, it was a video that we that Aikido Fresno had shared on our Facebook page from another Aikido dojo, um, and it was they had created this really slick looking, I thought, video um, uh, commercial for their dojo, um, like a minute little mini documentary kind of thing about Aikido and blah blah blah, and um, had some really cool stuff. Um, and it looked like it was a really robust school. They had a lot of students, and, you know, there's a lot of the traditional sort of images of Aikido with the, the kids in the uniforms and then, you know, all the adult the students lined in the thing and bowing with the uniforms. And, the, um, and it was really cool. And yet, at the same time, there was something about it that was just like, for me, I was just like, man, is this... Why does this not appeal to me maybe as much as, as it should or something? There was just something about it that kind of struck me. And I sent a message and I, to Chris and I said, Hey, does that, like, does this, the aesthetics of this really, like, a, appeal to you even? Like, so what you're saying is you liked, objectively, you were like, I could see why this video is cool and it was shot cool and, like, there's some different things that they did that you could It was tell. well done. It was super oh, yeah, slick. No, the right, edited yeah, yeah. sound was great. Right. Video was great. But on the other hand, it didn't speak to you in the way that you felt it was intended to, like, hit a certain part of you, like, aesthetically. It just, well, it, just I mean, it, it was a miss for that part. Right. I mean, so, and maybe it was exactly what they wanted with, I'm right, sure it yes. was. But, but for you personally, for it was For me, yeah. There was just something about it, like, I'm looking at it and it looked a bit, a bit like, antiquated in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. It looked like maybe, aside from, like, like some the of the stuff of that they, they did yeah. with the video editing and stuff, it looked like it could have been shot in the 90s. Oh. Um, and so, you know, it just, like, it occurred to me, like, what is what was it about that video that made me feel this certain way? And I think one of the things is the aesthetics, and, and I would include in that the dojo itself, you know, because it looks like a dojo. 1990s yeah. dojo. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is and, a very traditional Aikido dojo. Right, right. And it's funny. Uh, so, so you know, that's no, no, uh, no hit shade. on the school. No, yeah. no, no. It's no, no, like no. almost all Aikido schools kind of still look like they're stuck in the 1990s, you know, which has this kind of like 
I don't know. It's because Aikido was really popular then. Most most dojos designed their dojo in the 90s that have been around or robust schools. They mm. designed their dojos then. And then the style hasn't been updated much, you know, and it's this kind of pseudo-Japanese-y, um, very 90s-influenced schools, you know, a lot of white and then some wood. and then Everyone's some... listening to grunge and, you know, yeah. alt-rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. exactly right, right. Crop tops. Oh, there's no, probably it, some, some, pan flute some, uh, and, uh... Uh, some prayer flags somewhere. Right, and there's probably... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, some kind of shawl and some meditation cushions. Has a very and, like Zen vibe. Yeah. yeah, but like it's it's like it's like a like a hybrid. You know, it's it, it doesn't look Japanese. It doesn't look Zen. It doesn't look American 1990s. It, but it's like this hybrid of all those things together. Mm. Um, and a lot of do. I mean, most dojos yeah. look like this. And know, so, and it, it, truthfully, I mean, they are very a lot of elements of that that we have at our dojo sure um, totally, a yeah. lot a lot of those elements um and so as we were talking about this and talking about the video and blah 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 it kind of came up like oh well you know is it what is it i guess about the the uniform that we wear and is it something that like as we progress forward as a martial art and like you know we talk about coming into the the modern age of the future or whatever like is that something that maybe we give up yeah you know it's it's interesting you know and if you read the literature uh osensei was definitely very interested in us wearing hakama and gi and (coughs) very traditional japanese style practice and and i kind of think of it a little bit like you know my grandpa was an old curmudgeon and and kind of a scoundrel and (laughs) when uh my my grandpa would take me to vegas when i was a kid um, you wear a suit. He'd put on his Sunday best. You wear a suit when you go to oh, Vegas. Oh, that is awesome. And so he would give me a suit to wear. It's like, you got to wear a suit. We're so in you were Vegas. Like, you're like 10 in like a Not suit? T- about 15. About but 15. Yeah. Well, you say kid, and I'm like, how young, young were you? Well, old enough that I could go. Because I couldn't go to Vegas with him until I could pass and sit in the casino with him and gamble. Oh, so he wouldn't it, be it. distracted from gambling. Right, okay. So once I was old enough to look like I could gamble. In a suit. Yeah. So he, That's the suit really, really sells it. Yeah. But, you know, I had to wear a suit. That's what you wear a suit in Vegas. And I'm looking around at the rest of the people in Vegas and like, no one's got a suit on. And I'm like, well, I guess we've got our suits on. But it's like that was in my grandpa's mind. And, you know, like he used to go to, to Vegas in like, you know, the 40s, 50s, 60s. And so it's like, yeah. That's what you did. Fucking when you wear a yeah, suit. Yeah. You're a grown up man. You yeah. wear a suit when in you go Vegas. to a casino. Right. Like. Mm-hmm. And if you're handling money, you're being serious. Yeah, you're serious. You're also like, yeah. uh, if you're of a certain age, like. Wearing a suit is also just the thing you do all the time. Anyway, right, you know? right, right. Um, but yeah, so I, and I mean, I definitely do think that's probably a, a thing, especially like if you were training at a time when, you know, that that is what people wore when they were tr- training at that time. Right, right. The Hakama, Gi, um, whatever. Yeah, so, so we live in a different world. What exactly is the history of that? Of what, like, why, why did Ueshiba think we should wear that clothing? Um, well, I mean, I, I don't know his personal opinions. Right. I mean, I, I know what he said to people, which is, mm-hmm. you know, like, you should be wearing a hakama in the dojo, you should treat your hakama this way, you know, you should always come to uh, Keiko like class. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in your gi, your uniform, you know, you should look the part of Aikido, and like, you know, there's stories of him like giving uniforms to people so they would make sure they wear them. There's stories of people like, um, cutting their sofas up, their old sofas up, so they could take that material and make a hakama out of it because there was a material shortage for a while, you know. So there's all kinds of stories like this um, because in, it was so important to have a uniform. 
And I think I think there's a lot of stuff tied up in that. And, and I mean, I can make a lot of educated guesses as to what's going on. But I mean, I don't know. Literally, I don't know. But, you know, I think some of that is a warrior should train in the outfit he's going to wear. And like a hakama and a, some kind of kimono style top is what you would have worn if you were an old dude, you know, like, and that's definitely what Yuishiba was interested in was like, yeah. you know, in the old days, people, this is what they wore. And so you got to know how to use your sword when you're dressed like this. And you got to be able to do taijutsu when you're dressed mm -hmm. like this. And so I think that was a part of it. It was ingrained in his head. Like my grandpa, you know, right. like we say, my grandpa should have known if he would have looked at everyone else in Vegas. No one's wearing like, a no fucking one's wearing suit. A suit. I don't need to wear a suit anymore. But my grandpa didn't understand that. And I think Yuishiba is just kind of <laughs> like, well, yeah, you have to wear this uniform when you're training. It's important. And I also think some of it was like some of his like spiritual, like, you know, like, you know, you wear a suit when you go to church, right? And, you know, not many people do now, but if my grandpa went to church, he would have wore a suit. Not that he ever went to church, but he would have wore a suit, right? And so it's like, well, you're doing this spiritual thing. Also, you have to have your uniform on. You have to have this this yeah. outfit, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like you are uh, hypothesizing that it's similar to like how um, people in the army wear their army uniforms when they work out, to, you know, in training. Like they're wearing what they're going to be wearing when they are going to need to do those things. You yes. know, even though it's like, why would you work out in this heavy clothing? Like that is because that's, that's what, what you're, you're preparing for. Yeah. Or like there's there's guys that I that you follow to on Instagram that are working out, you know, in the boxing gym or whatever, but wearing, you know, regular jeans, jeans and, and T-shirt and, and stuff. Yep. Um, because their their theory is that's what I would be wearing right. if I need so to use these skills. Theory. Yeah. yeah. Which is so I am uh, conflicted. Uh, on this because in one sense I personally like the uniform is I could get like give it or take it I don't really like whatever um, aesthetically I think it's a little weird sometimes um, I also don't think that I would necessarily want to train my Aikido in jeans and you know boots <laughs> whatever mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um and I definitely wouldn't want to see the dojo become like everyone wearing their Lululemon pants or whatever mm -hmm. uh, also. You know? I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff to talk about. But what's interesting <laughs> is so when you train with your pistol, do you put on special clothes or do you just wear your regular everyday clothes? Uh, closer to my everyday clothes. Josh though. wears a full tracksuit. No. <laughs> just like an everyday. Uh, just like when it, that's when I'm going to use my pistol. Gupnik Josh. Um... <laughs> Yeah, closer to my everyday clothes than I mean I don't yeah, I don't pull out my gi pants and whatever. Right. And and it's like that's the way I train too, you know, when I go shoot, I mean, I, I almost never even change my clothes. Whatever I was wearing that day, I put my gun in my belt and I go train. And my thought is this is how I dress. And so like this is when I'm when I'm training a firearm, I am definitely training for what if I needed to use it, you know? And it's funny, so guys who do tournaments like, you know, IDPA or IPSC or something like that, those are shooting uh, tournaments. Um, those guys wear their like uh, polo shirt that's got the logo on it and they wear their cap that's got the logo on it and their their all the stuff, right? Right. They got the gear, right? And that's because they're training for a tournament, which right. is how they're going to dress, right? And so, so I think there's a lot of good sense in in training for the, dressing the way you're going to be in the situation you're going to use it, you know? Yeah. And I do appreciate, and I think there's something good and special about having a uniform, um, having a thing that represents your. Uh, art or your path or your journey and there's a thing and you have to take care of it 
and you have to, you know, make sure it is with you at all times. Like when you go to the dojo, you know, you have to not forget it at home and it, you need to fold it and have it in a way that you can bring it out and wear it and look presentable and, and be crisp and nice. And you have to learn to tie the belt and that can be a whole process. And I think all of those things are very are also equally important to the way that it looks. Right. And really the drawback for me is kind of just the way that it looks. Right. Yeah, it's so difficult because I don't even know how I feel about how it looks anymore just because I grew up wearing a gi and then now and and looking forward to having a hakama. And so for me, it's like I was young enough that it made an impression on me that I'm like, I can't even tell if it's dorky or not because like I'm I'm so used to seeing just everyone how you in dress it. For this. It's just what I do, you know. And so to me, it like especially when I put on my haka hakama every time, I'm just like, hell yeah, <laughs> right. you know. Like I'm excited because I, I'm like I worked hard for this thing and like I want to wear it because it, it it's something that like it every time I put it on, it's a reminder to me that like I worked hard to get that. Yeah, you know. And I think I think that's a very nice thing, especially when you first get it. But if you start looking at, you know, yeah. teachers who have been teaching for over <laughs> 15, 20 years, um, they start like not wearing the Hakama to class or yeah. not even not caring about their uniform at all. You know, yeah, like you, they, you they see can this just more and more regularly. Shed that because they know that right. they know. And I mean, know? that's totally how I feel. I'm like, well, we do it, so I still wear it and, and yeah. have everything correct. But it's like I have zero attachment to it at this point. You know, and, and in yeah. some ways, I would rather just wear regular clothes because it's like. If I'm training for life, that is what I'm wearing. And if I'm training for comfort, I'm more comfortable this way than I, I mean, mm-hmm. I get a gi as my work clothes. So, I mean, I'm very used to working right. in those too. It's your but work it's like, uniform, yeah, essentially. But it, it isn't as comfortable, especially if it's cold or hot or something. It's like I've, I have other choices of clothes I would like to wear, you know, like yeah. days that it's freezing. It's like, man, I would like to have a sweater on instead right. of this uh, top. But I was going to make the argument um, for like if we're if we're saying, you know, train for real life, then why do we train on a mat? You know, we would rather just train on a regular ground because we would do Aikido if we were doing it in the world on a regular ground, you know, regular right. floor. So regular regular ground, you know, but like <laughs> then I can also see that like the mat serves a purpose <laughs> to keep us physically safe because we're taking practicing taking falls and you know that is the not just comfort but also safety in the long term yeah, in practicing yeah. that's i think that's an interesting topic i want we won't be distracted too long by this but you know it's like i hear that you know like oh we should be training on the hard ground because that's what we're going to to fall down on and so being able to take a fall on the hard ground is a killer idea go roll on some concrete go roll on all different surfaces you know i i definitely went through a time in my life especially when i was uchideshi when we'd be in the middle of you know Walmart, Walmart or something yeah. and be like, hey, can you take a roll right now? And, you know, you'd have to roll. And so you, you roll, roll, you know, right on now. the linoleum or whatever, yeah. right? Um, and so it's like, I know I can roll on anything, but rolling on it every day is bad for you. Like, it's not good for your body to take that constant abuse. So, like, if you trained and constantly are beating yourself like that, your training time will be less, you know, like you will get more beat up for it. And there's a lot of guys right now who are like, that's not true. I did it every day. And it's like, well, how are your shoulders doing? Right, how are your right. hips how doing? You how, how, you, how many times you broke your collarbone? Right. right you know and so yeah. so it's like the mat because every day we aren't going to fall on the hard ground the mat gives us the ability to train that more and you should be able to go outside and, and roll on the ground so go do yeah. it some right but, and if you if you and, have and it actually go, go try this does circle right back into the clothing too right so like you know when you talk about what are we going to wear well we could wear our traditional uniform we could wear um, our daily clothes or we could wear specific workout wear, right? Now, what's nice about specific workout wear, and I like this a lot, is like it's built to handle my sweat 
it is comfortable. Like I can move in any direction with it. So like, uh, it's also tough and it's not going to rip, you know? So it's like, it's good stuff. Whereas my jeans, you know, if I split my legs open, my pants might split open as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, and if I'm going to fight on the street, I don't really care. Like that's why Yeah, I need some action jeans. You need some Chuck Norris action jeans. We'll see this with the reinforced crotch. Um, But well, also right. then, that's 100%, then yeah. there is a thing too, and 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 this is a, a real thing I think to consider. And Josh kind of touched on this, but it's like when we wear our uniform, wear our our dogi. Like um, when you go into the dojo, you know that's the special uniform for that place, yeah. and and there is a mental process that goes on with that and that is what we should be training in aikido all the time is this ability to like pay attention and notice special things like that is a part of the kokyu training in aikido um so that is an important part to have this uniform um and if we all just wear our, like josh saying lululemon or our uh you know whatever um uh under armor or you know whatever our stuff yoga pants yeah exactly of, right yeah. yeah that stuff then it's like well that's kind of just become so casual it's like well, i just throw this on and sometimes i sit around the house in it and sometimes i i mean i don't ever sit around the house in my gi right. you know yeah right. well right. so um on that subject so we do self-defense classes also and we you know just wear whatever workout clothes are comfortable and um i've noticed that you know we have some students come in they wear shorts instead of pants um we generally wear like gi pants and then a t-shirt or something um and then uh one of the girls came in the other day wearing um a sleeveless shirt you know with like that cuts all the way down low and you know her guns are out um which like looked badass um but then we started doing stuff and she noticed very quickly that her shoulder would her shoulders would chafe on the mat because it made it difficult to slide around and grapple and stuff and it got caught on you know other people and the same with shorts sometimes like we'll do stuff where your knees are like chafing on the ground and so it's better to have pants on and so like all that stuff like um if you just have a set uniform kind of covers all of those issues right off the bat you say wear this gi you know and this is what we do and we're all on the same page about the issues and the drawbacks of a gi as well as the benefits of that and so i I do think having some kind of like this is what we wear this is the uniform gets everybody on the same page immediately and no one is stuck having those problems oh my knees are getting chafed or my you know my shoulders are catching on the mat that kind of stuff right right so i i do like the benefit of like having something that everyone's on the same page about and Whatever I, think, that is. I think part of the problem with it too, though, and this is like what I mean, so I think those are definitely the advantages. And I think Josh was touching on this a lot, which is like um, there's a stigma yeah. that goes with that now. And it's like, oh, you got your silly karate. I mean, on, and you know? this like, is the thing that sets it up for me is like watching that video. It's like, that's it. Like, that's it. You see that you see that uniform. And I think most people have immediately an idea of what this thing is. Right. Yeah. Um, and it shouldn't necessarily be about that. It's it's like to, to me, you know, you go to, to graduation ceremony and everyone's wearing their cap and gown and the teachers, um, the professors and stuff, they all have their cap and gown and they have their special professors ones that have different stride, different things yeah, on yeah. them, you know, that, that show their rank. None, No one teaches in those though. You know, like, so no teacher goes to class in his cap and gown and teaches his... You know, even though that's a traditional outfit, right, right. we don't and do yeah. that. Like, you're, you're it's in, weird. Your intro to psychology professor weird. is not wearing his, you know, PhD robes. Right, like. right, right. Be cool right. if you did. And it's like, you know, that that's cool that, like, when we have the special ceremony, we all wear our traditional outfits. Right. We should, and that makes sense. But, like, day to day, that's this. And I will say, so for some things, for instance, demonstration, when dudes uh, are wearing hakama, looks wonderful like it adds to the sure. demonstration purposes so for that like i can i could see it um my question is 
what's the what what's the replacement what's the what would be the ideal so like if you for instance at some point decided like ah, we're not going to do traditional uniforms the way we were doing it before what do you have is there something you would put in its place i mean I, this is honestly something i've struggled with <coughs> often um and i've thought i've never done this but i thought um oh maybe we should have classes that are casual you know like so casual tuesday class wear whatever you want to class or w whatever right and so if people want to come and they want to wear jeans to see how they do stuff in jeans that's cool if they want to wear their workout arm under armor whatever gear then cool um we're, we're not sponsored by under armor or lululemon though by the way if, if you would like to sponsor us we'll take that anyways <laughs> so you can wear whatever you want on your casual day right yeah um so I thought about doing that, um, but a piece of me really hates that idea. And and I think the two sides are, you know, so for Yoshiba, I think they met perfectly where it's like, well, what a traditional warrior wears is this. And so you've got to train and that's practical. Right. And what a, a, a practicing monk study wears is this and that's good. Right. And so they met perfectly for him. For me, I feel like they don't meet perfectly. Right. Yeah. And it's like, well, if I want to stick true to you should be able to fight how you train and, you know, all that stuff, then it's like, well, then we should wear, you know, whatever. Just wear whatever you wore off the street. But another side of me sees all these people in these different weird outfits. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. You right. know, like it, it doesn't it doesn't make you stop and take a moment, which I think martial arts training in Aikido right. should right. be. Well, and that's the difference, too, um, with the um, uh, the comparison to, you know, your psych psychology professor doesn't wear his cap and gown. Right. Um, it's different because in psychology, what we're learning about is psychology. We're not focusing on discipline and being present in the moment. Right. And, you know, I mean, those are like pillars of martial arts training, especially Aikido. And so like part of that is woven into putting on the uniform, right. and it, you know? You know, you see the same thing in, in religions, right? So, like, you know, there's the saying, like, uh, put on your Sunday best, right? Meaning, like, yeah. you know, when you go to church, put on the nice clothes. And so even though everyone's dressed differently, you can tell that everyone is trying. And right. that yeah. that gets your spirit going. That And that's the connection I think you should have when you do Aikido training. It's like, I am here to be not just a brain car and not just a body, but mm -hmm. a, a unified human. Wearing you know? your uniform says, I'm ready. Right, right. Well, and also it is nice, I guess, uh, in some respects, like to have everyone everyone in the dojo also looking the same. You yes. Know? So it's you become a part of the whole. Right. Yeah, you're the so you're same not, on the mat. Right, so you're not standing out. So it's like, yeah, you're a woman, go put on this uniform. Right. You're a little kid, go put on this uniform. Right. You're a big right. old fat dude, go put on this uniform. And the only you're differences a, like, you see are from people who have spent more time developing the art. Right. And so it's like, there are differences, but those are distinguishments that like are good for everyone else to know. Like, hey, that guy knows more about this. That's who I should ask mm -hmm. these questions. And it's know? easy for you to say, go find someone with a hakama. That's right. Then that's who you go that's find right. which is why which is yeah. why we added colored belts whatever four years ago or whatever because it's like i felt it was nicer for people to go like that means that you know like i can go to that guy and they're mm -hmm. they've got these abilities you it's know? a signifier and it's true like i'm picturing now trying to think of like an aikido class that was, was just you know wear whatever workout clothes you have it's just it'd be weird right it, it feels like disjointed in my head picturing you know because then now it feels more like like zumba or something where you know everyone's in the class but they're all wearing you know someone's in a bright green top and someone else is wearing leggings and someone's in shorts and someone's you know like right. it just seems like no one's on the same page if we're not all wearing the same thing right. you know to me it's you know this is another thing i've thought and this is the direction it could go is is like you know if you look at um like a uh, classical music orchestras the the those people playing 
Um, they don't have a uniform. They have all different things on, but they have a kind of clothing they're wearing yeah. and generally all right. black. Everyone's wearing black. And so they look together, even though, you know, it's like, well, that one's off the shoulder and that one's, uh, you know, like there's yeah. different stuff sure. going on, but they all look ready for the same kind of thing. And so that definitely has that same connection where it's like, oh, these guys are together. So, you know, you could say everyone in this dojo wears red or I mean, I don't know if they look like a gang or something, right. but like whatever it is, yeah. you know, like yeah. everyone in this dojo does this kind of thing, even though you're allowed some some leeway, you know? I think that's generally I've noticed this is kind of a weird example, but where our world is going in general is like we recognize the importance of all looking the same. Like, for example, I feel like weddings is a common thing. You know, there used to be like all the bridesmaids wear the exact, exact same, same dress. dress. Right. And like everyone, there's, you know, a joke about women complaining about that because it's like not everybody looks the same in that dress. And that dress is going to look great on some people and really shitty on as other people. As long as they all don't look as good as the bride, it's, well, it's good. Right. right. But I've noticed this pattern now where like a lot of people that I know that are like getting married and They'll stuff. Just be like, here's a color. Here's, the, here's color. the thing. Buy it from this website whatever style you want you know as long as it's floor length so we're all at least on that page and that seems nice because then it's like it allows you to express a little individuality and um, fit something pick something that fits your body and feels good and comfortable to you but it's still within the program and everyone's on the same page and that seems like maybe that's a way that it could go is it is it just the hakama that i don't like so much i wonder you know because it's like um the the normal Aikido uniform, just the 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 gi, pretty traditional across. Yeah, like all martial arts, you mean, or like well, traditional yeah. martial arts? I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. We can't say that at all anymore. No, um, I'm saying yeah. yeah. Like Japanese martial arts tend to have this. The, the, the gi. Yeah, uniform. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of think I don't. There's just something about it that it just makes it it, it looks silly to you. It just seems a little antiquated. And, I mean, it is. And, there, there's no you know, reason to wear hakama other than that's um, what we wear in Aikido. I and, and not in a... I, I just... I don't know. I think it definitely paints the martial art in a certain way. And it makes people... If, you know... Like, I came into it uh, without really knowing. I mean, a little bit. Um, so, like... It didn't matter. And also, like, I'm I'm not above putting on weird clothing normally. You know what I'm saying? Like, playing dress up a little bit. But I wonder if you have to be that. To get into it. You know? Like, yeah. is there something about the, the hakama and the whole thing that kind of would keep some people away? Or is something that makes people go like, well, this isn't, this can't be... Yeah, they're they're real, all doing like they're real all or making pretend, right. right? Yeah, you know because it because it's so like nerdy or yeah. whatever. I kind of feel that way about the the gi. Like <coughs> I, I maybe because because I spent time looking up to getting the hakama that I feel less weird about that now. Like I think it looks less dorky to me than just a straight up gi because I spent recently a lot of time wearing it. And because it is in a bunch of other traditional Japanese martial arts, you know, that same white gi with the little bell. And, like, I just think it looks real silly. Like, really, really it, silly. I think it looks childish to a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, well, that's what you get kids. And kids right. are excited about it. Yeah. But for and adults, for kids, yeah. good on Right. And that's like, the other thing is I oh, spent a lot of time totally as a kid wearing it, you know? That, yeah. And, like, especially, like, you know, the pants often are kind of high waters. And so you see someone's ankles. And I don't know. It just seems like it's, like, weirdly really dorky to me. And, and, and it, so it's like, uh, it's like, funny. I remember when I first started training Aikido, um, one of the senior guys in the dojo who taught some classes, uh, I thought he was a cool guy. And, um, 
uh, I, you know, thought having Hakamo was super awesome and I couldn't wait to get mine and that was great. And um, uh, this guy who taught some of the classes always thought he looked awesome in his Hakamo and he had bought a, a coffee shop um, near the dojo. And so I was over there one day and, and he was he's wearing his regular clothes, you know, which I'd seen him in plenty, but he's wearing regular clothes. And I was like, hey, and we're talking. And I watched him walking around, you know, doing his business. And uh, and then I all of a sudden pictured him doing his business in his <clears throat> gi and hakama. Uh-huh. And it was hilarious to me. And I was like <laughs> laughing inside. And I was like, that would look so fucking ridiculous. You know, like, yeah. that's ridiculous. And I was like, how come it looks so ridiculous here but doesn't look ridiculous in the dojo? And I was like, well, because in the dojo, I know what it means. Mm-hmm. I know that it means like, well, he knows a lot about Aikido and he's a teacher and he wears that because it's practical for what we're doing. And, you know, I understood all that. But outside. It's just like that's a strange, weird outfit. To okay, wear. And, it's just a costume, right? Yeah. And okay, so if we're thinking about this, so you knew that because you'd had interaction with Aikido people. Right. I wonder if, like, how many people, uh, like, outside realize that. So when you have a normal sort of Japanese gi on, I think there's a just generalized sense people would see that and go, "Oh, he's doing some kind of martial art." Right. You put him in that hakama. Then it's like, what? What are you doing? What are you, some kind of crazy swordsman? What do you do? You See, know? you know, it's funny to me, like because this because I was into martial arts, but like before I did Aikido um, or too many martial arts actually, uh, I I looked at a gi as, as normal martial arts stuff, and that's right. cool because you're wearing a gi. Uh-huh. But when I saw Hakama, I was like, those oh, some kind of mysterious. Right, thing. I, mean, I don't know why they wear that mysterious yeah. dress thing. You know, I don't know what that is, but it seems cool because it's mysterious and they're karate guys. Yeah, I think to me the the Hakama is like a represents an escape from all of my years of wearing a regular gi. Right, and so I'm just like, hell yeah, I'll take that Hakama. Because right. I'm, I'm done. Like, I'm done wearing a regular gi. <laughs> like, I'm tired of that. Hmm. Um, so that's, I mean, that's where I'm at. But I think also, like, um, a lot of people that are drawn to doing Aikido are drawn to it because of the outfit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've talked you know? about that. I mean, there's we've talked that. about that cosplay aspect before. Yeah. And um, so if you but got to rid me, of I it, think like... It, I think that sort of sets... That sort of puts us in a, in a niche. Um, and if we really want to, like, be larger it's I, it's know. funny i mean i personally because it definitely is of a time like i feel like the the uniform and that look is of a time and i think certainly. that time stopped dated yeah in 1999 or whatever right right yeah and yeah when, when martial art movies were still big and yeah all that stuff um <coughs> yeah i i don't I'm, I'm very torn uh about the whole thing like i don't i don't know what to do about it and and i have thought some days i wake up and i'm like yep fuck it we're getting rid of geese you know we're doing that and then some days i wake up and i'm like why would why would i ever do that you know like it's you know there's a good reason for those geese it's just there's such a like the history of wearing them is so strong and there are like we stated before good reasons as to why you would want to don that every time you go to class and have that be something that people are working towards and people recognize like all those are such strong reasons to hold on to it but also it's like who the fuck like yeah why does it matter like we're just it's just worked out like people work out now uh tim was giving a seminar once tim carmel was giving a seminar once and uh I had a Chinese instructor come, and um, at one point the the guy had said something to Tim in Chinese, and later I asked, well, what did he say? And he said, he asked why all these people are wearing old clothes, 
And uh, and I was like, what do you mean old clothes? He's like, he doesn't understand that, like, here people wear uniforms. He's all, I explained to him, like, here they wear those as uniforms. And, and he's like, why the old clothes? Why not something comfortable? And uh, and I thought that was awesome because, like, you know, I think a lot of people here, like, you know, that was kung fu, right? And so it's like a lot of people here like, well, I got to have my kung fu uniform because right, that's right, what we right, wear. Right. And then people in China are like, why wouldn't you wear comfortable yeah, pants and a why, T-shirt? Why like, that's, you, right. that's good for training. And if you watch all that we were talking about this earlier, you watch all the these videos, uh, a lot of internal martial art like videos stuff in japan people traveling around china or whatever um it's always just some random old dude and like in like a t-shirt right in yeah. a t- like it's never looks like anything you know it's just some old guy in a members only jacket yeah <laughs> like you know it's um like i guess as if we went to another country and someone was training um how to shoot, you know, practicing with guns, and they were wearing cowboy outfits. Right, right, Old right. West. You know, and well, there that's... are people who totally want to do that. Right, you know? right. I remember I had a, a Japanese girlfriend once, and uh, we were talking, and, and she looked at me like real serious, and she's like, "Why do so many people here like martial arts?" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Why do so many people here like martial arts?" And I said, "What do you mean here, so Americans? You like martial arts?" And I was like, "You like martial arts in Japan? You you invented these things? Like, what are you talking about?" She's like, in Japan, people don't like martial arts like they like them here. And I was like, what do you mean? So there are things people do, but like ah, there's something you do in school for a little while or you do to work out a little bit or because you're lonely. But like they're not things you really want to do. And and like I was just floored by her saying this to me. And then slowly I started realizing that like I think to a lot of Japanese people – um, martial doing martial arts is kind of like doing historical reenactments are here, right, you know, right, like, right, so right. doing like civil war reenactments or something. And so it's like, you know, that's my relationship to people who do civil war reenactments. Like, that's kind of cool. I see why you would do that. It looks like fun, right. but it's also kind of silly. You put on those old clothes and right. you, you old, mm-hmm. use old guns and you know, like yeah. you're running around a battlefield and pretend like you're having a war. Like, it's a, a niche. It's funny yeah. though, too, because, and I don't really know this a hundred percent, but I would assume that, um, sports is different in other countries than it is here as well you know like there's probably not like growing up sports set up you know they probably use martial arts in to as a plug-in for what we use baseball basketball softball you know like what I'm in, saying? in like gym class and stuff it, you mean right you know what i'm saying yeah and and just in, in like that progression like we don't have that like we don't have martial arts as a thing that people do oh right right outside so like, of martial arts yeah when you arty. play tennis you wear sense? your white shorts and your white polo and that's of course what you do because we're playing tennis um right or whatever and like but we don't we don't have like formalized martial arts like you have to for, go to a special formalized. place to get right, it. Right, yeah. right, right whereas right, like right, right, right. we have formalized sports all over the place it's right. in your schools it's in your communities, like right. whatever. But martial arts is a side thing it's like a, it's, a, it's, it's like church or something is it right, just a different kind of little thing of you go do um, and so, you know, I think that kind of, I mean, I think that's a huge thing is to Americans and maybe a lot of people in Western culture, like martial arts have that like mystical, magical, um, oh, yeah. like what is that special different thing to it? Like, um, it's, um, I don't know. I can't think of the right word for it, but like, it's, um, like a, like, um, I mean, this is not the right word to use at all, but it's like, ooh, it's oriental, you know? Like, that is, like, I'm putting air quotes around that. Yeah, yeah, it's, but it's, like, it's like a it's, cult. It's, it's mysterious. Yeah. It's, it's uh, something special, like yeah. esoteric. It's, you know, yeah. it's really funny because... And so that, like, it has that shine on it that for people who's, you know, if you're Japanese and that's, you know, from your culture, culture, you're like, yeah. 
why are you so into this random little thing? You know, right. and it's like, like how I feel about cowboy. You know, people dressing up right, like cowboys. Right. Like, well, that's a little weird that you dress up like a cowboy. Right. Yeah. It's funny though because so uh, fencing, for instance, there are fencing schools and you could take fencing, and if you're doing fencing, you definitely have to wear a uniform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't find that like wearing a uniform for that sort of thing doesn't seem to me as, and I don't want to say offensive, but as the Aikido uniform, you know? Offensive? Like, offensive. I, I, like, no, like just, dorky. Offensive to my sensibility. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah. not, I so, don't want to say you know, it's, it's offensive. I put on not, my fencing like, uniform, so like, if I'm fencing, that's cool, but I put on my fencing uniform when I'm not fencing, and I feel Oh, weird. yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you yeah, can't yeah, walk yeah, around. Like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, the fencing uniform's pretty dated as well, right? Like, that's not like... You know, a lot of the stuff they wear is a f- specific fashion that was created, you know, whatever. Like well, and it's got a early function, 1900s. I think, I think so, the function still fits right. the, the sport. So it's like, of course, so this still is kind of where I way. was going with mm-hmm. it. It's like, what's the function of the uniform in Aikido, you know? Okay, so, well, okay. So the other day we were talking kind of, a, like, <clears throat> lightly talking about this subject. And um, I was thinking, okay, well, what would, like, in our dojo if we did change it? And we said... Let's stop with the uniforms on day to day basis. Let's stop with them. Um, You know, we'd still wear maybe wear them for tests and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, if it was my choice, then I would I would probably say let's still wear like gi pants of some kind because those I I just think they're highly functional. They're very functional. They're they're comfortable. They're a little loose. Uh, They're not too restraining. You can move in them. They're Um, rugged and durable. Exactly, and they cover your knees. They cover your butt. They you know they cover all the places that you need to have cover when you. Right. Well, you know. Well, I, mean, I mean, they're just unisex. They're they, unisex. Right. No, yeah. They're 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 good. You know, and you can get them in white or black. You know, so that that has a function. Um, and then I would imagine like just like a, a comfortable T-shirt or something. Right. Um, but then if you think about it, it's like okay, we roll a lot. You know, so I would probably want some kind of T-shirt that stays down. So we would either tuck the T-shirt in, or you wear something to hold your T-shirt down. E.g. a like belt, a belt right? right? You know, right. okay. So then, when we practice hadoki, which we Escaping do, escaping drills. Yeah. So you know, and there's lots of grabs on the shoulder or the collar or whatever. We a need t-shirt. some sort of like coat, right? Right. So a, a, a t-shirt isn't gonna fly for you know t-shirts are thin. It's gonna rip real easy. So we need something thick to grab onto to practice that part of the system. Well, then we're back in geese, aren't we? Because right. we've just put on a gi, you know, because that's nice and thick to Man, grab onto. I think that's why in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu you see that the gi is still, right. Right. still what you wear. And so it's just like, I feel like I just convinced myself right back into let's wear geese because that is kind of functional in all those ways. Keeps your, your um, shirt from rolling up when you roll, something thick to grab when we grab, pants are comfortable, good to move around in, like, there it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so what, like, I don't know what else we would go to. I, then I'm just back at maybe it's just the Hakama thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I yeah, yeah. One of my or maybe it's the, the everything else. You know, maybe it's all the trappings around it make it stand out to me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like when you see it all put together, it's like, well, that just looks odd. I could see it And maybe being, some people really love it. I yeah. Know. I could see but. it being because, like... I don't know. I've seen this happen a couple of times. So I'm teaching now a Tuesday 5.30 p.m. class. Come, come right. to class, guys. No, no. I just... 
<laughs> that was an aside. That, that was a reminder to yourself. <laughs> I gotta be there on right. Tuesday at Oops. five o'clock. I'm still still getting used to it. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. Often it's just me and one other student, and uh, me and not one other student. I'm the teacher now. Um, me and one student, and um, it's another student that has been doing Aikido for as long as I have, and we studied for many tests together, the same tests, and so for him and I at least, it's more like ends up being a study session, and we often don't dress out because it's just like neither of us really need to get on the uniform in order to practice the nuts and bolts of what we're wanting to work on. And so, you know, in many ways, it's like neither of us really need any of that stuff because, you know, he's a a third cue studying for a second cue and I'm a first cue. So we're we're on that same page about that stuff. So Mm -hmm. we can just do Aikido, you know, and and without all the the, the other stuff, you know? And so it's like, I could see there being a lot of classes where it's like, we don't really need the outfit at all to, it's, the the functions of the outfit are are not needed for what we're practicing at this moment, you know, because we're just getting into the, let's work on this specific knife disarm or, you know, this pin or something. And that doesn't require any of that other stuff. Right. We're at 40 minutes. All right. I think we could really be done going for another hour. Um, done with I also don't think we came up with any answers. No, I mean. No. Well, I think especially when someone starts, it maybe is more important because they're getting into the thing. They're excited. They want to wear a uniform. They, um, it's, it's teaching them to have discipline and, and, you know, be in a different mindset when they set up, step on the mat. But, like, the higher up you go into the ranks, like you said, being a teacher and being done, like, not caring about your hakama, the longer you, you, you do that, it's the less it's needed, you know? Right. Those lessons that it teaches you, you've ingrained it into yourself anyway, right. so. You would hope so. Anyway. You would hope. <laughs> no, I mean, actually, so a lot of times, you know, you're talking about uh, when we do pistol training, um, and I wear normal clothes. I wear different normal clothes than I come in with, though, hmm. you know? Yeah, so, like, so do I, I actually, have a sweater, yeah. and I have a, a sweatshirt, and I have a, a shirt, and I have, like, whatever, because it's, like, even if I don't need to, when I come into the, the dojo, and eh, I'm stupid because I do this actually when I get home, like Mr. Rogers or something. But, um, you know, there's a set of things that I do when I get to the dojo. Then it's like, well, I got to put on my dojo clothes or whatever. So even if I'm wearing normal quote unquote clothes, I'm switching my sweater. Or I'm switching right, because right. now I'm, I'm putting the things on that I had outside in the little cubby pulling something else out you know yeah, it's right. the there's like a ritualistic right. <clears throat> change of setting that you're doing yeah. and i think that is valuable for and that people. is definitely now i think ingrained also though yeah you know it's like even if i don't need to the other day i was like i don't know why i'm changing <laughs> like yeah. i was changing my shirt and i'm like well i'm not gonna sweat or well, i don't know why i'm doing this but um all right all right. Uh, let's thank our patrons. Yes, let's thank our patrons. Yeah. Uh, First off, want to say thank you to everyone who a lot of people commented. I don't know if you heard this, Josh, but everyone was like, "Oh, get well, Josh. Hope yeah, you're okay." No really way. Nice. So, so we had multiple nice. people kind of. Maybe post. if you looked at our published. Well, <laughs> shade the shade. Um, I don't listen to the podcast afterwards, just so everyone knows. <laughs> Don't listen to it. Well, they care about I you, don't. Josh. So that's, they, yeah. uh, no, yes, great. a lot of people were very nice. So, so thank you to everyone who. They're uh, not saying about sent. the several people. I hope he dies. And <laughs> wow. Don't listen to this damn podcast anymore. Luckily, I don't think we have. They're like, like, oh, that. I hope that they get rid of them. Just do it themselves. <laughs> Just do it no. themselves. <laughs> no. Um, I don't uh, think we're big enough of a podcast to have those that like kind vehement of fights haters. Yet. Yeah. 
Um, but so thank you to our patrons. We really appreciate your constant assistance and uh, financial assistance. And also thank you to everyone who listens and who shares the podcast with other people that they know um, because we enjoy doing it and we're glad that you enjoy supporting us and listening. Um, so thank you to Barrett Lippy, Ben Bear Wrestler Aldrich, Brian Crowley, Brooke Fergamo, Christopher Aceto, Constantinos Andrew, Dave Dewberry, Floor Hanowick, Francis Cordon, Franz Martinson, Grant Templin, Hillary Jones, Jim Gallant, Jim Sullivan, Lenny Acuna, Lisa Klein, Marcin Chiss, Matt Mumford, Matt Riley, Michael Heed, Okan Ayrton, Randy Stewart, Rob Kitson, Sam Sullian, Scott Burns, Sension Center, Sharon Okada, Thomas Polino, Tommy Siv, and Yuli Simgu. Thank you guys very much. Really Thank you so much. That. We really appreciate everyone. Um, Tip of the week. Yeah. Um, also, just real quick, um, oh, if oh. you haven't already, um, you can follow us on whatever podcast source you listen to us oh, so you yeah. get those. Uh, subscribe. 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 That's the word. Um, and then uh, rate us if you already haven't. Drop a rating or a comment yeah. on whatever and share with your friends Tell too. people uh, how good, bad, indifferent you are. We are to you. <laughs> Tip of the week. Yeah. Um, have some thoughtfulness about what it is that you wear to the dojo. So if it is your uniform, um, put in some thought into why Why do I wear this? Why, you know, why are they asking me to wear this to class every day? Um, if I, you know, if you're tying your belt, why do I tie it this? You know what I mean? Like have some like thought process to why you're doing what you're doing. Because if it's just becoming a uh, whatever, then it's lost the point of it, you know? And if you're going to wear it, you might as well have a reason to do that thing. Um, or I don't know if you're a, uh, uh, instructor at a dojo, think about, you know, maybe having some classes where you don't wear it and see how that goes. Let us know, um, if yeah. there are issues that come up with that or make it, you know, difficult. Yeah. I don't know. Just food for thought. All right, guys. There Thank it is. Thank you for listening to our little podcast. I'll talk to you next <laughs> week. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>